1: Turn this down. Good morning, listeners. This is Jim the Keys bartender coming to you from Key Largo. Happy Thanksgiving. It's a well, it's not a live show. I'm having some network issues, so I'm doing a recording. But it is Thanksgiving, and uh, we had we have a a beautiful Thanksgiving day. I'm looking around. I'm in my family room. It's sun shining. It's in the low seventies. Light breeze. It's just beautiful down here. Maybe I'm, I'm going to get a picture of it outside of my, well, the weather here. And I hope you're having a wonderful day and you have a lot to be thankful for. We had our Wednesday night before Thanksgiving. It wasn't as busy as it normally is. I always say, every year I say, Wednesday night before Thanksgiving is one of the biggest drinking nights of the year. We didn't have a big crowd last night. We did all right. We did all right. But it wasn't. We've had busier Wednesdays, on regular Wednesdays. Who knows, right? Thanksgiving's a little different. The title of the show's going to be Thanksgiving 2021. Traditions are pretty much intact. It's about the ruffling of papers. I wrote down notes. Yeah, I write down notes when I get an idea so I don't forget about it. People said it seems like when you get on the podcast, Jim, you just don't know what you're going to talk about. And I said, I try to structure it. Try to structure the podcast. You know, always recently, and if you remember from the first time I started doing a podcast in 2017, I I did talk about cocktails and things like that, but mainly it was kind of like a bitch session on what I liked, what I didn't like, and what people like, and what they didn't like. You know, things like that. And it's kind of, I don't know. But I'm back to doing talking about cocktails again. And it's a theme cocktail. This time of year, and then we're rolling into it. and I'm going to blow my load on bitching about the the number one. I, I'm going to call it a Christmas cocktail because it is a, it's traditionally a cocktail with booze in it. It's eggnog. And people say, well, eggnogs. Not just for Christmas, and I'm saying, yeah, I know. Sometimes people drink eggnog the rest of the year, but they—it's like it's kind of like the pumpkin spice latte of the 20th century because it only came out during the Christmas season. And people say, "Well, I like it anyway." I said, "Well, how many times a year do you drink uh, eggnog? When it's do you drink eggnog in?" in uh, February or October I mean nowadays excuse me I'm going to have to clear my throat (coughs) nowadays you're going to see that more often because we started Christmas celebrating Christmas right around Labor Day Um, excuse me I'm going to pause this for a moment well yeah the the phones are ringing right now it's holidays so you're going to get family members calling up I don't want to be distracted. I can always catch up to talk to my sister. She would have sent me a text if it was an emergency. But you know, and Thanksgiving is one of a catch-up thing. So I don't want to really bust the move here. So eggnog. I said, well, how many? How often do you drink eggnog in the summertime? It's kind of gross, and I won't get into details since it's a Thanksgiving show. I'm not doing it for. I'm not going to be cursing as much, not because of propriety. Well, kind of a part because it's Thanksgiving. Kind of like you, the way you behave in church—you try not to say "fuck" or "shit." I hope you don't. But then again, they're just words. When you say things like that, why would you? You know, you know why would you know God's? You think God's ears, if you believe, you think God's ears are are that sensitive? Well, I don't think they are. I think he heard it all, and I don't think he's offended by it. How can he be offended by it? You know, he invented volcanoes, and people live on the side of volcanoes, and every so often, they erupt and destroy people. What is the worst thing in the world that's not saying the word fuck? It's being on the side of a volcano when it eru- erupts. So, you know, this series of magnitude there. So, let's get back to the cocktails and stuff like that. So, Ever since then, just like Christmas songs. There's some Christmas songs like uh, White Christmas, Winter Wonderland, Santa Claus is Coming to Town. They're tried and true and been around for years, right? And then you have every so often, every 10 years, a maybe another song pops into the mix that lasts. I can think of just a couple. In the, in the 80s, it's a song by the waitresses. Um, Christmas Rapping. And then there's there was the rap song, uh, The Night Before Christmas. I think it was, I don't know who it was. I think it was Run DMC. Run DMC did a, a rap And that was a good one. That was the one that was in, I don't know if it is a classic, but it was in Die Hard. And then in the 90s, the song by Mariah Carey, which I won't say because it will have been played a million times already. And there's probably another. There's one, there's the one Do They Know It's Christmas After All. That was in the 80s, I guess. And I don't know if a new Christmas song has popped around. It seems like Christmas songs just all sound the same now. They're a slightly country, at least in the U.S., slightly country and things like that. So, Christmas songs, Christmas cocktails, there's you have eggnog and it gets bourbon and a little nutmeg on top. And then there's kind of like things like cranberry. You could do a lot of things with a heated cranberry, kind of apple cider, spiced apple. But nowadays, if you think about it, they show it on T V. When it's on the news, it'll be the public interest section. They'll talk about something. Your know, local bar crafts its own steak martini. Well, you know, they'll just take turkey and they'll grind it up and they'll put some vodka in it, maybe gizzards, uh, and, and they'll make a turkey martini. And some person will drink it just for the sake of saying they drank a turkey martini. Right? Just the sake to do. It's just like those tomahawk steaks. You ever see a tomahawk steak? It's a really high-end restaurant. they got a high-end restaurant here in, in Miami. And it costs, I don't, you buy this 40-ounce tomahawk steak. It could be a, a little bigger. And they put gold leaf on the outside and it costs a couple grand. Just to say they did it. And it's obviously with people that, hopefully it's people with the disposable income. They're not using one-fourth of their earnings to Purchase a steak. Because that would be a poor choice of investment. I'm, what did you do this year? Well, I took 10% of my income and I spent it on a steak covered in gold foil. So, I'm in charge of thinking of a Christmas cocktail to put on there. Something holiday. Put it on the special. So, what I'll probably do is... It'll be... I'm gonna to have to we have caramel, caramel vodka we have apple that would be more caramel Apple would definitely be more Halloween so I'd have to come up with something else something with a cinnamon cinnamon, caramel, cranberry Help me out send me some send me some of your suggestions. I'm, I'm gonna to try to put something together and what I try to do, is I'll simulate it with a non-alcohol, non-alcoholic, just the mixers, realizing that <clears throat> the alcohol is not going to do much change the taste profile of a of a cocktail, unless it's all alcohol. One of my favorite ones when I was still drinking was oh, I don't even know what it is. It's it's Bailey's and It's I don't oh gosh. There was a name for it, I forgot it. There's the nature of being being the old Keys bartender. So today we got up, beautiful day, parades going on. The Thank Macy's Thanksgiving Day parade, kind of a tradition. You watch New artists come up and cover their own song. You watch old artists. They had Farner. And the guy sounds exactly like it does in 1985. Yeah, 1985. He's singing, I want to know what love is. And his backup singers were, in, in that particular song, was a African-American choir. And they had a bunch of, you know, they were adults. In the original song, if you ever see the video. Not that you're foreigner fans and stuff like that, but the sad part is they roll them out on a float and they're piping in the 1985 version. The whole thing is obviously it's that, and they're pretending to sing on the float. I mean, is that even a thing nowadays for entertainment and bars? I know they do karaoke where people come in. There was a guy that used to come in and play his own, I, I think he's still around too. He'd bring his own music in for his own karaoke, but it was his own songs that he was performing. Pretty bad songs. He was just a guy called a pirate. And the, um, we just thought it was music, and he was piping in the words, because obviously he knows the words. It was his own song. And one time he was singing at Gilbert's, one of our local... Big Tiki Bars in North Key Largo. He's singing it at a karaoke night, which I didn't frequent, but I was bartending, filling in for a friend of mine, who we're going to be talking about too, about uh, her. I'm filling in for a friend of mine. This guy comes up, gives a CD to the guy, the DJ, and he starts singing when the music starts playing. And then all of a sudden, the music cuts out. But it's a really small venue. And when the music cuts out, there is no sound. His mouth is still moving. His mouth is still moving. And and the DJ is looking at me. It was about 25, 30 feet away. And then I walk over to him. and said, were you trying to say something to me? He said, yeah, when the music cut out, the guy... Uh, kept on his mouth kept on moving, but he wasn't making any sound, so he goes, Oh, I want to show you when it pops on. I'm gonna pop it on before he starts singing. watch and he pops it back on, and there he is singing he just he brings in c d of him singing on karaoke night. He doesn't even sing he just stands up there, and mouths it, much like the former artist or the has been artist on Thanksgiving day I, Thanksgiving Thanksgiving. I should say has been. They're making plenty of money. I don't understand why you would go in a parade when the last time you released an album was like 30 years ago, 35 years ago, some whatever time. Maybe they released an album in the late 90s. I don't know. But they're going to go on a reunion tour. And if it's going to be much like the Thanksgiving Day Parade, what's going to be is them standing on stage playing the music. Maybe. Or just playing, you know, recordings of them singing in the 19, 1980s. They used to have bands like that. They had a, uh, in the 80s, I think it was, it was the 80s, Beatle, Beatlemania. There was a name of, of a band called Beatlemania, and all they did was play Beatles song. When they had perfectly good video of... The, uh, the video or film of the band, the Beatles, playing the original songs. So people would go to concert watching a band dressed like the Beatles, sing Beatles songs, instead of listening to the Beatles. Kind of interesting, huh? Just a concept. It's like people going to a play that the kids in, and they're looking, they're filming. You, a lot of people make commentary like this. I realize that, but they're filming instead of watching. The event, as it happens, they're recording the event. And we all know what happens with all the pictures and recordings that we make. We make so many pictures and recordings of these special events, right, that we don't experience. We're just, we experience recording or pay attention to recording. Unless you can just hit record and just hold it up and pay attention while you're holding it, that's good. Because we do so many of them. Once you have such a collection, you don't even... You don't even watch it again. You know, it used to be a thing. Now, before Facebook and all these sh- social media sharing, that people would, when they made a um, when they made a recording or a tape, or VCR tape of uh, VCR recording of their kids, you know, football game or concert or a play they were in. It was an event, and they'd have to make. They'd have to have people over, give them drinks, get them drunk enough. we say, hey, how about we look at uh, look at this tape of little Jimmy playing the farmer in this play. And he talks about the basic food, uh, food groups. Now, I was a farmer in a play back in, I guess that would have been 51 years ago, outside of Washington, D.C., but they didn't have I mean they did have Super Eight cameras and things like I think they had eight millimeter cameras and sixteen millimeter cameras. But uh there's so many videos now that they just share them on social media, but they used to people would get people, you know, they wait until they're good and drunk at a social function and say, Hey, you want to watch a wedding wedding video? You weren't you weren't at the wedding because I didn't invite you. But you're welcome to look at the video. No, they may not have known the person at the time. Oh that's a big. I mean who watches who watches a wedding video after that? And what are you trying to relive? Are you creating any new memories or th- something like that? You have to go back to what you thought was going to be the greatest day of your life. But in retrospect, may not have been the greatest day of your life. Just your biggest, your most expensive day in your life, other than buying a house or going, you know, signing up to go to college. The most expensive, well, some for certain people, it's the most wedding, Your wedding day is the most expensive day of your life. That includes buying houses, paying for education, things like that. Because a poor choice in a marriage isn't one day; it's a lifetime. Happy Thanksgiving. Why am I saying that? It's horrible. I'm sorry about that. I take it all back. There's a lot of weddings out there that and marriages that are um, good and provide lots of memories, a lot of happy memories. I'm just talking about the cost of them. The cost. Of, I was just tapping on the cost. But you know, why? That's very morose. I'm. I'm thankful for my relationships that I've had and have right now. So we're talking about food, where we are defrosting, it's a it's a passive defrosting a turkey is a passive thing, isn't it? Unless you put it in the microwave. I mean, the turkey is dry enough. Do you want to put in a you know, zap it with uh, do you want to nuke it, dry it out a little more? So I'm going to be trying out a new recipe, cooking it upside down for a while, and then flipping it up, and and see how that works out I don't know Gee, I'm willing to do anything once you know you only have turkey one, once a year You, I'm always trying something new with that because really I've only been cooking turkey like five six times yeah five six times I've done a lot of chicken but not turkey I mean if turkey was so popular you'd be selling it all year round Right, and now the price of the the price of, of turkeys. There, there, there's people having a hard time finding turkeys, and they're expensive. You get a big, big ass turkey costs maybe $60, sixty, seventy, eighty. Jim, I paid. Someone would say I paid ninety bucks. Well, that's like one of those organic free range turkeys. Maybe. And why would you want to eat something that was had such a horrible? I mean, just had such a great life. And in the end, we're going fatten you up, and then we're going to eat you. Because these other ones, they were torturing, kind of. And another. I can't believe I get on this. Is it the coffee? I don't know why I'm going on, on this direction. I'm going to change that direction. But we are, uh, I'm going to be trying that turkey thing. It takes four hours to find out if you made a mistake or not. Pretty much the mistake was made when you bought the turkey. Yeah, you picked something on the bottom rung of the poultry selection. I mean, John Madden decided turkey uh, wasn't good enough, so they made a turducken where you put a a chicken, uh, a duck inside a chicken, inside a turkey. You have to debone all of them. Cram it in there. So, I don't know what the purpose of that is, and whether... How how good that it tastes because the only stuff that gets browned is on the outside the turkey, so yeah you, you have this kind of like pasty color. And I gotta I gotta get off this thing, but it's interesting the things that people will will decide that they're gonna have like they may or may not have had turkey at Thanksgiving the original Thanksgiving. They may or may not, and a lot of times they were eating a bird. I bet a lot of it was raw. probably wasn't stuffing. You know, mashed potatoes? No. So everything we're eating, I mean, they probably ate some squash. I'm sure they ate some squash. Corn. Some kind of game meat. And there were were probably, most likely, there wasn't any pumpkin pie because there certainly wasn't any sweetener. Sweetener was hard to come by. If you... If you look into your cupboard and you find sugar, sugar comes from the semi and subtropics. in subtropics. Tropics. Sugar cane, sugar beets. That all, all comes from there. And I'll tell you, there were no sweets. They they may have, I mean, after a hard winter, I could not imagine that any of the food stores left from England were still around. So, that's what they had. And they probably had shellfish, too, if they were near the thing. They ate a lot of shellfish. So, you get the oyster dressing and stuff like that. It may be accurate. It may be accurate. But we'll be be able to segue into this really nicely because we're talking about these foods. Now, I mentioned many times, if people come in for happy hour, they come in for oysters. And why for I think oysters are considered a natural aphrodisiac I see these people come in and when it's an aphrodisiac it's mainly a guy it's almost like it makes you more virile right and I mentioned before that I don't regularly eat things that they have to put warnings up in restaurants that eating this could make you seriously ill or kill you so I choose not to eat that And really, do you taste, do you really chew on the oyster? People suck them down. They don't chew on a raw oyster and savor it. Some do. An aficionado of oysters is say, listen, this is from the James River, zone three. Yeah, they have zones where they get oysters from and stuff like that. That's how they categorize them. There's premium premium oysters out there that aren't necessarily, um, and Jim people say, Jim, oysters come from the salt water. Yes, and brackish waters too. So at the inlets or of you know, where the oceans meet rivers, you'll find oysters. And good ones. Supposedly. Jim, supposedly. But How many people that really order happy hour oysters? And they come in there and they order oysters at happy hour for a buck. And they ask you, where are these oysters from? I'm like, why do you care? You came in for dollar oysters. Do you think they're going to be from Nargansett? Nargansett. Nova Scotia. Washington State. And... People ask, are they oysters fresh? You say, oysters are oysters. They're either closed or not closed. If they're not closed, they're not fresh. They die, they open up. Oysters should be alive until the time they are served raw. Whew, God, kind of brutal, isn't it? You got to eat them right then. And they're still, I don't know when you open one if they die right away. So you may be eating them alive. So, and if you think that old husband's tale, I call it a husband's tale because it's an old wife's tale. I mean, would a wife, who would, women, women may have repeated the story, but mainly it's guys that believe it. They eat oysters. These old guys come and eat oysters. I'm like, there's no way the oyster's going to help you with the situation you're trying to address. I mean unless you're eating oysters for the joy of eating oysters, some people say, yeah, but they're doing it because it's a guy thing eating oysters and you got to put you gotta put horseradish on it, you gotta put cocktail sauce on it, you gotta put a little hot sauce on it. You put all that shit on something, you really don't like it. You really don't like it. The texture of it. Are you going to sit there and chew it? Chewing that oyster. And if you think it's going to help you. With your virility. They, it may or may not. Psychosomatic may make you a little more virile. But there are things. They invented a little blue pill about 30 years ago. That almost Always makes you more, let's say, turgid, or rigid, or virile. They make it so well that they put a warning on that one, not that it will kill you. Maybe it could kill you if you're not used to physical activity, but that you may have a prolonged erection. So it works so well. And it's a lot cheaper than a dozen oysters right now. And it won't possibly put you in... The hospital with salmonella or botulism, I don't know necessarily what you would get from that. I don't really worry about it because I don't eat that stuff. And I try to wash my hands very, very, anytime I come in contact with it, just in brief contact. I just don't want it to get me. I said some horrible things about oysters, so I don't want it to be the only one. Only one to go to the hospital and say, yeah, the oysters killed him, but he wasn't eating them. That would suck. That would really suck. So one of the big staples of my Thanksgiving dinner is mashed potatoes. And yesterday we were open at the restaurant. What is this playing to? Wednesday at the place I work is meatloaf day. Now meatloaf, green beans, and mashed potatoes. Thursday is turkey day. And they have turkey... Mashed potatoes, stuffing, gravy, uh, cranberry sauce. So they had both those items because we're not open today. Obviously, I'm going to hear I'm not going to be here. Well, you won't know that because I could have went into work tonight. But I don't work today because so we're not open. So we had two entrees with, as their major sides, mashed potatoes. And we had these friends of ours come in. Last night, I had some friends come in last night Uh, Mary Kay, Kathy, and a new friend, Gina. And they were sitting at the bar and we're just chatting away, laughing, having a good time. And all of a sudden, and they're getting right in the beginning. I've never met this woman, Gina, and she says to me, Excuse me, could you tell me what is in what 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 you get w- with the mashed potato platter. And I just stood there and I said, mashed potato platter. I thought for a second, there was no mashed potato platter. It's just mashed potato was a side. But she had mashed potatoes on the mind, right? You could tell what her major thing is, mashed potatoes, because she said that. And I just stood and stared. Rarely, you know when you get a softball thing, a softball question, that's, I guess if you're a famous person a softball question so how do you what movies do you, wh- why do you like making movies blah blah blah, blah whatever thing they're do why are you such a what do you do to maintain your 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 fitness level for your for football whatever and that's a softball question well when someone throws in something like that I should have a canned response like mashed potato it's a mash you know I I was flabbergasted. I just looked at the other people. I said, is this a plant? Because they got me. Rarely do I not have something to say when someone says something like that. And, you know, but they laughed. They thought I was doing it on purpose. When I looked around, I looked at them, each one in the eye. And then I looked over at the menu to see what I'm looking at, the thing. And I looked at the lady again. Because she got me. And she got me. And about 10 seconds after, she goes, oh, what?" Um, and I said, well, I can tell you what isn't in the mashed potato platter. No potatoes. Everything's made from beef byproducts. And she just looked at me. And I said, listen, I didn't know what you were going to say there. That was a good one. I, I really appreciate it. And then we went on and talked about other subjects. I don't know how we got on. The, so there were we were talking about. Um, I was drinking coffee, and they said, "Well, what do you have to pee?" And I said, "Well, like I gotta hold it in," and it said, like I'm on the space station, right? We talked about the space station, International Space Station, or in space. I said, "Well, and uh, catheters and things like that, and pee bags." Yeah. That's the way the conversation went, organically. And then we started talking about how, how you have to go to the bathroom in space. And then we're talking about diapers. And and uh, Mary Kay was a, 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 a fire person at one time. And she um, she was talking about maybe they use a vacuum. And I said, well, you have to watch about vacuum, you know, sticking a vacuum up your butt because you'd be afraid to take too much out, you know sucking that so we're going back and forth and someone says about opening venting the space and I said oh that's a vacuum that would vent your whole body out in the space if you did something like that we're going on and on and that just started out because of mashed potatoes venting your poop in the state the space a shitty con- a shitty conversation nonetheless. No, in, a, in the best possible way. It's funny. I like to say hi to Mary Kay, Kathy, and Gina. Um, we were talking also last week. Um, I wanted to talk about my being thankful for my family, my pet that just passed away last Sunday, Roxy. Uh, we're still thinking about her. This would have been a big day for her because she would have spent the whole day with us sitting on the couch. Getting treats and stuff like that from us. Getting a lot of attention. You know, She loves it when we're around. Sometimes she just goes and sleeps. Sometimes it's too much for her. Like too much for her. So we were just happy to have her, having in, her in her life. And we were happy to have each other. But one of the people that helped us out with that was a bartender. Um, Lala helped... Uh, One of my co-workers and Michelle, one of my former uh, managers at a restaurant I worked years ago, they all helped. But uh, Amy, a bartender from a Caribbean club, she is in the pinnacle of the animal lover. She loves all animals. She loves all animals. And I mentioned that Amy loved animals so much. If there were such a thing as vampires and they could turn into vampire bats, she would make sure that you did not harm the vampire while it was a vampire bat because it's an animal. Amy's that much of an animal lover. And same thing as werewolf. You could kill the werewolf when, when it was a human, but when it became a werewolf, it was an animal, so... She might have, I don't, she may have like a, a different thing about, but I, I, knowing Amy, I know almost any animal, she would say, well, it does, you don't have a right to do that. So I'm I'm very thankful that there's people out there that would be helpful, not about not killing werewolves and vampire bats. There's no such thing as either one of them. I know there are vampire bats scientifically. I'm not, I'm talking about the ones in the supernatural where you switch between a human and that. Well, I'm going to end this show early. I do appreciate you, everyone out there, for sharing the episodes. It's helping our ranking. It's really helping our ranking. And the more episodes you do download, the higher ranks we have, especially in your markets when we get that. People say, well, if in Tennessee, New York, we got a lot of um, downloads in New York now, on Long Island, thank you. Uh, Tennessee, thank you. Pennsylvania, thank you. Uh, New Jersey, thank you. Uh, we're going to get... And uh, Georgia, thank you. Wow, well, I never thought I'd get a big listenership in Georgia. I do appreciate that. But I do appreciate the and, and then our foreign listeners. And I'm sure they're listening to the show and they say, what the hell is this, this holiday, Thanksgiving. I mean, just a national day of giving thanks, even though a lot of times when they're doing Thanksgiving, it's usually a time when there's a lot of controversy going on. Last couple of years, we were in a, well, the Well, last year, so wait, last year was 2020. 2019, I'm thinking when COVID started there. I'm just, I think was it was the two Thanksgivings we went through, the first one. No, uh, I don't know. I'm I'm trying to think. 2019, 2020 wasn't now. People vaccinated. There's still there's still kind of a resurgence. I don't want to cause any, you know, controversy right there. But now people getting back into the swing of things, and then some people realize that uh you know what, it was pretty good. Some people. Uh, say it's pretty good, the, the old traditions and, you know, getting people back together. And you see some really great commercials out there talking about it. You know, just uh, the, the couple commercials we saw during the parade, they were mainly not pushing product. They were pushing an idea. Okay. One of them was pushing a, the, a line of products. Another one was just the idea. And they had strategically placed their product off to the side what one commercial was a cartoon we didn't figure into the end what it was all about and it just showed this person you know the, the corporate entity they paid for and i guess in the end it just changed it, it was for a company that i really didn't have kind thoughts for it before but they said hey they sent out a message and that was a message and then they're the ones that produced it at the end i guess that means a lot But for our foreign listeners, uh, it's supposed to be Thanksgiving. Gratitude. That's it. I mean, they have it in Canada. I think they may have it in some some other, uh, but for different reasons, different dates. It's in October in Canada. Uh, Being thankful for the things you have and for the people you're associated with. That's it. I think that's pretty much what it boils down to. Here we have certain traditions, and you know it's tied to food. And there's regional variations, but mainly the one main thing: turkey. Second, it's either ham or prime rib. I don't know. I'm a prime rib guy, and uh, you just eat, 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 like in many traditional ones in, in many countries. It circles. It's center around food. And in the United States, there's normally one person doing the lion's share of cooking. Hopefully, that person isn't the person that's doing the dishes. Because there's so many side dishes that go along to it. Like, think of your, um, for my listeners in Taiwan, whatever your national holiday is, whether it's um, National Independence Day or... Uh, ancestor and ancestor impre- appreciation day, or whatever you have. Uh, in Christian countries that would be Christmas. Because it's similar to Christmas in its uh, size in Christian and uh, Christian uh, households. The, the size and scope of the Thanksgiving. And in in the United States, it's the biggest travel day. Is the day before and the day after. And it's usually followed by sales because it kicks off the Christmas season. And they have retail companies kick off their sales. So we got a lot going on. It's kind of like a big introductory preview of Christmas. That's what Thanksgiving's got. That's probably the best way to describe it. It says, what's Thanksgiving? Oh, Thanksgiving is your introduction to the Christmas season. And we eat the driest meat as possible on that day, which is the turkey. Now, obviously, it's the breast and the thighs. I mean, the legs that are the driest and the thighs. And then you got the part underneath that probably stays moist. Hopefully, I don't know what's going to happen. But listen, keep up those downloads. Share it with your friends and family. I do appreciate it. And I'm thankful for your uh, listenership. Thank you very much. Have a great day. I'll be back tomorrow.
0: That was smooth, wasn't it? That's how you're going to feel when you get that biggie bag at Wendy's. U.S. price of participation may vary. Includes four-piece nuggets, small soft drink, and small fry. Prices may be higher in Alaska and Hawaii. Hey, Mike, what are you doing way up on that ladder? You're going to hurt yourself. Oh, I'm trying to unclog these gutters. That's smart. I had water damage from my gutters last year. cost me ten grand. Wait, ten thousand dollars? Yeah, and from over here it looks like water's been pouring over your clogged gutters, and it's probably doing real damage to your foundation. You need to do what I did. Get off the ladder and call Leaf Filter. Yeah, but I need to get these gutters flowing now. That's why you need to call Leaf Filter. They'll clean and realign your gutters and install their exclusive micro mesh screen system so nothing gets in your gutters except water. So Leaf Filter protects my house from damage and means no more gutter cleaning for me? Bingo plus Leaf Filter has an industry-leading lifetime warranty, so your gutters are covered for life. Thanks, Frank. I'm calling Leaf Filter today. Don't go another day with your home unprotected. Call one 844 300 leaf or go to tryleaffilter.com for your free gutter inspection. Call one 844 844 leaf Or go to TryLeafFilter.com right now for an extra 15% savings. Call one 300 leaf or go to TryLeafFilter.com. That's 1-844-300-LEAF.